Welcome to the Cruising and Campfires podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Crossland, a non-outdoorsy but wildly camping-obsessed mom. I created this podcast as a way to connect with other camping-loving families just like ours who might not always feel the most equipped for that hardcore adventuring you often see. It's here that I share my personal experiences, my personal lessons learned, and also interview other travelers who have exciting stories to tell. Let's dive in. On today's episode, I have Kimberly, such a great name. Kimberly is a diehard Georgia Tech fan who goes and tailgates at every single Georgia Tech game. She's been doing this for years, and you're going to hear more about her story on this episode, but I think it's so much fun. She is a part-time RVer, also has a full-time job outside of this, but she just has the best time, has had some really fun experiences, and is the most unique way of seeking adventure in an RV that I've heard of or had on this podcast so far. So I'm really excited for you to listen in as she talks about her experience at Georgia Tech in the RV, how she got into RVing, and uh, some of the different recipes that she has for you as well from all of her time cooking on the weekends in the RV. So let's dive right in. Hey, Kimberly, thank you for joining. I love your name, by the way. <laughs> Hi, Kimberly. It's, uh, it's the best name ever. <laughs> it really is. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Because your style of RVing is very different than mine, although I feel like we've got a lot of similarities beyond just of our, our name as well. Yes. So I am a part-time RVer, or I, in 2020, kind of became a sometimer RV. Um, so I have a home base in, in Atlanta. I'm a Georgia Tech alumni. And I got into RVing because of Georgia Tech, specifically football tailgating. Um, so that's how I came into RVing. And then now I've kind of expanded, thought about going full time, decided, nope, I like having a home base, but I will go out on the road for like two or three months at a time and then come back in time for football season. So that I'm based here in Atlanta so I can go see my team. Georgia Tech um, play during football season. That's awesome. So you say that you got into RVing because of Georgia Tech. So describe that to me. Mm -hmm. Were you at the tailgates and just seeing other people with RVs or how did it work? Yes. So when I was a lonely little freshman on campus, um, and I say that kind of sarcastically because there was a nice <laughs> big group of sports fans, but I definitely, you know, was going to all the football games and met a group of alumni that like to tailgate. And unlike some of the tailgates where they would just show up on Saturday morning and go to the game, you know, maybe have a, a little pop-up grill or something, um, these, this group of alumni had RVs, big rig RVs, you know, the big diesels and we, uh, you know, smokers that they would bring and, you know, about 20 RVs or so. And that's the group that I got to be friends with. And so for a good 10, almost 15 years, tailgated with them and finally just decided, you know what, it is time for me to, to get my own RV so that instead of just showing up on Saturday mornings, I'd be there on Fridays, not leave till Sunday and wouldn't miss half the party. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm really new to all this. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. you know, I said a joke that we had a lot in common beyond to start our names. I'm also a big time sports fan. And we talked before we hit record here that mm-hmm. I like the Arizona Wildcats, although we're in trouble right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I kind of take a step back from them a little bit, which is terrible to say, cause I'm not a fair weathered fan. However, right. we don't have as many RVs on campus. And I feel like when I went tailgating, I would have loved that because you probably, and I, I imagine that Atlanta is similar where it gets very hot during football season. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially early September, it's yes. just sweltering here. And so having those RVs, not just, not only there during the tailgate before the game, but also you start on Friday night and you don't leave until Sunday sounds absolutely incredible and like so much yes. fun. So I definitely can relate to why you would want to get that. Um, I want to hear a little bit more specifically about the RV that you bought. Like what made you buy it? Describe it to us, walk us through it. All right. Well, first let's actually step back to my first RV. It's not, I'm actually on my second RV now. So my first one is what I call the starter RV. And this one I bought from a Georgia tech alum that was upgrading. Um, So he had had this for quite a few years, made his own upgrades, you know, mods to the uh, RV and then decide he wanted his bigger RV. So I decided I would try out this whole RV thing and bought his old one. It was a 1990 Winnebago Chieftain. Um, 1990 was actually a big year for Georgia Tech. We won the football national championship. So I called it the championship edition. Um, Now, granted, this was like 2014 or so. So it was a, you know, 24 year old RV at the time. And it looked like it was straight out of Breaking Bad. Um, You know, the part of the bumper was missing. It was a smaller class A, no slides. Everything worked though. The fridge worked, the plumbing worked, the engine worked, air conditioner, all the important things worked. But um, it, it was, can I do this? Can I drive it? Can I deal with the waste, um, storage. Is it something I was going to love? I didn't want to invest a bunch of money. So I bought that cash for like $4,000 and basically learned how to RV in it, decided I loved it. So a couple of years later in 2017, I went out and bought my big class A. So I bought a Tiffin 34PA, um, it was not special ordered, but it was brand new off the lot. Um, and love it, right? So this one's got four slides. It's got the, it, this is like a home on wheels. It's got four slides that, so it looks like a transformer that comes out as you are setting up. Um, it's got the king size bed, the washer and dryer, full residential fridge and kitchen and a pull out queen size leather sofa. Um, you know, all the bells and whistles. There's actually more TVs in my RV than there are in my home. So, um, which makes sense. The only TV I watch is sports. So it would be, you know, mostly at the tailgate anyways. So do you actually go into the games or do you guys all hang out at the RVs and watch the games there? So we uh, typically go into all the games. I have season tickets for Georgia Tech. It's really the only way to guarantee your RV parking spot is to have season tickets. Oh. And I have not missed a home football game 
since I enrolled as a freshman at Georgia Tech. That's amazing. I so love that's over that. 20, over 20 years now of home football games and more than a few road games. That's so cool. I feel like I need to send this now to the AD or something so that he can give you a high five <laughs> or she, I think it's probably he though. Um, it, it, okay. is a, it is a guy here at Georgia <laughs> Tech. So I actually know the AD here and I know, you know, all the, the coaches and I've met all of them and a lot of the former players will actually have former players that will stop by the tailgate um, oh, on occasion and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Of course, you know, of, of course, you know yeah. him. I mean, well, you I, also knew Josh Pastner with basketball yeah. and the whole thing. So, <laughs> well, so when, I, when I was in college, I actually worked for the athletic association. So, um, you know, I got to meet a lot of the, the guys and girls um, then and have stayed friends with a lot of them um, and then kind of met the ones that came afterwards through a lot of them. So. Oh, very cool. So it's just like a giant family, which sounds like so much fun. So do you only do Georgia Tech games or do you also go other places? So I do go to other places. Um, I am trying to make arrangements to actually go to the Penn State Auburn game this year. Um, We're waiting on Penn State to decide on their capacity um, for, you know, the 21 season. But my parents are both Auburn alumni. Um, so they wanted to go do that. My brother-in-law happens to also be a Penn state fan. So we figured that that was going to be a good trip this year. Um, and it matches up with the Georgia tech schedule so that it's not a conflict with the home game. Um, but I'll also do Falcons games. Um, I'll do minor league baseball, college baseball. Um, I'll catch a few, uh, MLB games. I've done concerts. Um, and music festivals and what else have I done I'm sure there's some other stuff in there I think I saw NASCAR on your website is that oh yes that is right NASCAR how could I forget NASCAR um so because we are I do NASCAR races typically in the spring so I was not able to go to Atlanta this year which was like last week because of a work scheduling conflict but I do have um passes for Talladega this year um And yeah, so I'll be doing that. Um, I was supposed to go to Talladega for the first time last year. Didn't happen. Thank you, COVID. Um, (laughs) But we'll make it happen this year. Yes, I did want to ask you about how COVID impacted all of this, because I know obviously you missed that event, but I'm sure there are plenty of others that you missed as well. Yeah, so um, my anniversary, like, okay, COVID's here. This thing is real like it affected me was March 12th of 2020. And that um, was a Thursday. And it was like, basically, you know, basketball is getting shut down and everything. That was the day that I was supposed to take off and go down Atlanta Motor Speedway. Um, And we were, I mean, I had already gone grocery shopping and the water tanks are full. And literally all I had to do is add me and the dog to the RV and we're going to go down there. So we usually meet up about noon on Thursday down the staging areas. And then they let us in about two o'clock. You know, we kind of make the little parade of RVs into the infield. That didn't happen. Um, So, you know, Wednesday night, things, basketball starting to shut down. Thursday morning, like they're calling off the, um, the tournaments 
And then we're waiting on NASCAR to announce. I decided I was not going to load up and go down to NASCAR. I was waiting for their announcements. They made the announcement at about two o'clock or so, maybe 2.30, and that everything was getting shut down. So that was the start of, okay, COVID is real, right? We, um, so I went from having my March and April completely booked almost down to the minute, definitely like every day was packed to having nothing. Cause I had Atlanta Motor Speedway. I was going immediately from there to a uh, summit in Alabama for the RV entrepreneur group was having their annual summit that got canceled. Um, I was going to have like about 10 days afterwards to do whatever I, you know, work-wise I needed to do. And then it was going to be Talladega, which also got canceled. So yeah, I went from having everything booked to having like nothing to do for two months. Oh man. Um, You know, obviously sports were very weird. Uh, We had no concerts that we could tailgate for or, or attend. Sports, you know, didn't happen most of the summer. Once, like, baseball came back, you couldn't go to the games, things like that. Um, Last football season, you know, I am in the South to avoid the politics of the issue and just say it is what it is. Um, They let us go as season ticket holders. We could go to games. They had about 20% capacity at the stadiums. That was really weird. Um, the best thing about it was that there were no lines to get in the game, to go to the bathroom or concessions or anything like that. Um, but they had no tailgating. So for the first time in 20 something years, starting to really age myself here, um, I didn't tailgate. I, it wow. was such an awkward, like I was so disconnected from the football season. It was great to have the games. And, you know, any football was a bonus because we didn't think we were going to get anything. But, you know, I didn't see half of our tailgating group wasn't there. Um, We weren't able to, like, even get together beforehand, even if they were there, at least on campus. Definitely not Friday night to Sunday. So it was just like show up, go to the game, leave. And I haven't done that in 20 years, like ever. Like I, since I've been a Georgia Tech fan, so it was a very like, it's happening, but it's not. Like, yeah. There's not the memories that, like every season has its memories from the tailgate and, you know, the games obviously influenced the tailgate, but there was just, it's like a, a black hole. It didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I, I think that's so good the way you described it and also, so relatable. A lot of people can understand that feeling of, um, let me back up. I, like I said earlier, I'm also very much of a sports fan. I, every year we do fantasy football or, you know, as a family. And then we also, or and I should say an extended family because you need to have at least 12 people, right. which is what we have. And, you know, we always, I grew up going to every single game. I was a ball girl for Arizona Wildcats women's basketball, who by the way is in the elite eight. So yeah. and for the first time ever. And I mean, there's just, I was so attached to the sports and to the athletics of it. And then everything stopped. And it's like you said, like the season just got weird, 
even yeah. though I didn't tailgate like you did. So I can only imagine, I only had like a sliver of this, but I can, I can definitely relate to you on how it's just like, what happened? Like, did we even really have a season? I mean, right. I know that the players I'm sure had a season, Tom Brady, I'm yes. sure definitely felt like he had a season when he won the Super Bowl, but it's just strange. Yes. It's very, very surreal almost. So hopefully yes. I, I think I imagine in September, you'll probably be able to go back tailgating. Hopefully mm-hmm. we don't, like I said, like you said, we don't want to get into the politics of it, but right. things are moving in that direction. Anyway, I think we can yep. agree on that. So, so yeah, Georgia tech and the ACC, and I think the SEC have pretty much announced that things on campus are going to be normal. That they, at least as of right now, the plan is full capacity. There may be some random issues like you still have to wear masks or something. Uh, um, I expect something like that in there. But, you know, from at least the plan right now is a quote unquote normal, whatever that is, um, football season um, or fall experience. You know, they're going to have full capacity in the dorms and um, in person classes you know, everything like that's going to be normal. So I'm hoping that football follows through and we have a normal tailgating experience as well, because I really miss it. (laughs) I bet. Well, speaking of missing it, I want to get into a little bit about what specifically you miss and some of your best tips, because I love hearing tips from other people who RV and especially you, because your style of RVing is so different than anyone I've talked to before. And I love it. I'm all about, um, seeking adventure and adventure can take the form in so many different ways. So whether you're, you know, in the middle of nowhere, boondocking where there's nobody around you to what you're about to tell me about boondocking during tailgating, which you're very close together. I'd love to hear a little bit more about like what your adventures look like. We've already talked about what tailgating is, but Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like I just said, your setup looks a little bit different. So how do you just describe it to me when you pull up, what happens? Yes. So pull up on the campus. Now, remember Georgia tech is in downtown Atlanta. Um, so we are very much confined to, you know, a very defined geographic region. You know, um, sometimes you can go to, I'm going to say Auburn and they have giant fields that you can go. and just pull RV after RV after RV into, right? Um, So too bad you guys, um, since this is a podcast and not a YouTube thing, you can't see me talking with my hands. Um, (laughs) I can, and I love it. So keep going. (laughs) So, um, you know, Auburn has this giant field. Georgia Tech has a parking lot. So first of all, you come in on Friday afternoon, you have to fight with these faculty and staff and students that are also using that parking lot, right? We have to kick them out so that the football tailgaters can come in. Um, so usually, particularly the beginning of the season, we're like, hey, like, you guys need to move. There's this battle with parking um, <laughs> officials and being like, you know, who has the right to this? Um, by the end of the season, we get it worked out just in time for the season to end and have to start back over at the next season. <laughs> but so we get in there on Friday and we basically set up in rows so that our awnings are facing each other. So you've got the first row that's against the curb, the awnings facing into the parking lot. Then you'll have the second row that their awnings face the other ones. And then r- there's some space in between, basically a courtyard. And then right behind that second row is the third row. 
Um, we basically leave enough space so that everybody can get their slides out, right? Um, but you are, you know, can I borrow some great poupon, right? Like you can like yeah. reach out and like pass things back and forth if you open your windows, um, very close together. Um, and then we have, you know, two rows, um, again, the audience facing each other. And we are lined up, you know, nose to tail, nose to tail, like, you know, everybody loves to talk about Atlanta traffic, right? So think about it, you know, how close you are there. Like you are, you can walk in between the RVs, but that's about it. Like you're not getting another car to be able to park there, maybe a bicycle, um, but we are very close together. And so one safety, Genturis are a must. You have to have that RV generator exhaust um, pipe that goes up so that, you know, we can't all die of carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, and we don't have electrical hookups. We keep asking for them. We're like, we'll pay for them, Georgia Tech. They don't seem to be wanting to do that for us yet. But um, no, yeah, no hookups, right? So we've got to bring in our water, bring in our power, bring in all of our food, right? Because that's it's a tailgate party, um, parking lot party, right? We want all the food and all the games and um, we want to be next to each other. I mean, most people think boondocking like BLM lands out West, you're going to go out there and you don't want to see another soul. And you're like, why would I want to be next to another RVer? This is a party, right? We want everybody together. So that's very different than most RVers. Um, we run generators 24 seven because this is the South. September and October are still very hot. Yeah, we need that air conditioner. <laughs> and that's probably just white noise. You know, I when yep. we go boondocking, we still will see people. And we'll still be relatively close to people. You know, and uh, there was one the last time we went. It was um, right after Christmas, so December twenty sixth. It was actually cold here in Arizona, but our power went out in the middle of the night, which turned off the propane to our mm -hmm. heater or the it didn't kick on our heater. And so my husband, it was at five o'clock in the morning. He's like, do I go outside and turn on the generator? I'm like, there's really no one that close around. And that right. was like, we couldn't even throw a stone at them. They were that far, let alone getting the gray poupon through the window. Right. <laughs> but I feel like if everybody's running it, then I'm sure that it's fine. So that's yes. not a big deal. And I, to me, it was just like white noise. I mean, you hear it, but it's not a big, right. you know, just a hum in the background. Do you need the air conditioning to sleep and to run all the TVs during the day and to see all the sports and to have all the fun? Yes. So you talked about cooking your own food. I would love to hear some of your food recipes. Um, your favorites, I should say. So our favorites. Oh, geez. Where do we start? Um, so we do potlucks basically in our tailgate. So all of the RVers get together. Typically it's at the end of one tailgate and kind of start planning for the next tailgate. We also have these text message chains that go on during the, uh, the season so that we can make all of the plans for all of the, the next tailgates if we have an off weekend or an away game that we're not going to. But we, um, so we do a lot of like themed type of meals. Um, you know, we'll do like some of our kind of regulars that you'll see pretty much at least once a season or like a low country boil. Um, we'll do like a ribs um, on the smoker. Um, we've done things like a Cuban um, themed meal. 
Um, what else do we do? We also, depending on the time for the games, may do like just your traditional burgers and brats and things like that. Um, we'll do like a, a butt off where we'll have two or three of the, uh, the chefs in the group will decide to have a contest on who can do the best um, butt, you know, on the barbecue, on the mm-hmm. smoker. Um, and then we, the last home game of the season is typically either the weekend before Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving or the weekend after Thanksgiving. So we do a big Thanksgiving meal um, for our tailgate family. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So we get, that's one that like has become such a big tradition. We have um, everybody comes in for that game. It also happens to be our rivalry game typically when it's the weekend after Thanksgiving. So we have Thanksgiving on Thursday and then the next Saturday. That's our rivalry game. It's the Georgia Georgia Tech game. So everybody likes to come in for that game. We do that the we'll have 100 150 people at our Thanksgiving meal and um you know we just line up all the tables from like everybody's tailgate down the middle of one of the aisles and um, have the largest, you know, Thanksgiving meal that you can think of. Oh, that's so much fun. I have, I have some friends who go every year, they go disperse camping or boondocking mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. And I feel like that would be so much fun to go as a big group and just do a potluck style. Like you said, just right. line up the tables and everybody just contribute your favorite dishes. Yeah. That sounds like such a blast. Do you have pictures of any of these past tailgates? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're definitely on the website, rvtailgatelife.com. There's quite a few pictures in there, um, you know, as we go through and talk about the different, um, like, recipes that I've used. I put, I've got a whole section on the tailgate food and recipes, um, the road trips that we've taken, um, and just, you know, as you go through all the posts and like RV tips, most of the pictures are from our tailgates. That's perfect. And then you, we can also find you on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook, right? All yes. RV tailgate life. Yep. I have managed to uh, not have to change up my username for everything. So it's really easy. Our, just RV tailgate life um, is the username for all the social media. So awesome. Well, I asked you if you had pictures because I knew you had pictures because you're so much yes. fun to follow. And I encourage everyone to go and check you out because it's such a unique form of, of RVing and yet so much fun. I feel like so many of us would love to go and party with you sometimes. So if Arizona ever plays Georgia Tech, <laughs> I'm going to go and say hello to you. And yes. um, I, I think that you just have such a great personality and great approach to the way that you're seeking adventure in your RV. And I'm so happy that you came and talked to us today. So thank you so much, Kimberly. Thank you for having me. It's been a joy and uh, yes, definitely. uh, You know, if your team's ever playing tech, look me up. Um, I am working for a company that um, the team is going to be um, in Atlanta. They're like, we're coming to tailgate with you. And I'm like, (laughs) come on down. so yeah, we uh, we typically even have quite a few opposing fans. We are not going to uh, do too much to you, me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> as you and hate you a little bit, but it's not going to be too bad. 
as long as we have one rule and that is no barking. And that's just because of our rivalry with Georgia. I cannot stand adults that bark. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I cannot either. So you have a deal. That's an easy rule (laughs) to follow. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you again for being here. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Isn't she so much fun? I just had the best time talking to her. She has such a great vibe for wanting to go out in RV and the way that she's doing it is just so unique and so exciting. I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I did. I now want to go and try a boil. I've never done a boil when we're RVing and now I really want to. I also think that her Thanksgiving dinner idea where you line up all of the different um, all the different tables in a row, that sounds like so much fun, doesn't it? I would love to go and join some time. And finally, I cannot tell you how much I admire the way that she drives her RV. We get really nervous driving RV just through town because it's very difficult to make turns and whatnot, let alone downtown Atlanta, only to park inches from another RV. I think it's fantastic. So much fun. I hope that you enjoy this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. If you did, definitely go and give her a follow. Screenshot this this episode and share it with both of us. Tag it both of us and let us know your favorite part about it.